turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hey family, welcome back. Welcome back to another House Talk 101. I'm Lady E, and I'm shouting all praises due to God because he's awesome like that family. And I hope that you're shouting praises to him today too because he let us see another day, a brand new day. Grateful and grateful to God, truly grateful to God to be able to have my bestie with me today. Yep, we are here still in the building. So Gabrielle, still her only daughter. Only daughter, y'all, and I'm I'm going to put a a, a a challenge out to her now over these airwaves, and y'all can y'all hear it. You know, she teaches evangelism 101 in our our church, but I like moving outside the four walls. Gabby, what do you feel about doing a hosting a Bible study for singles like yourself, uh, and um, getting it on that way and, and reaching young people, you know, in your age group or younger? What do you think about it? Yeah, if I want to do that, that would, yep, that would be cool. Anybody want to call in and give us some feedback? What do you think? Do you want to do a Bible study with Gabby? Gab- I don't think she's going to let me be there. I'm old. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but for the young people, y'all need to be talking about God and things of God. I remember when I first got saved and we would do Bible studies together. It was awesome, you know. Uh, we can you you can have some finger foods there, but you know, we don't not, not have no ma- major cookouts. But something where you can circulate around the word of God and grow together, men and women. So uh, let us know what you think. What do you think, Gabby? You gonna put some dates together and some times, and maybe we can talk about it over the airways with them. Well, if anybody's interested, they should just they should let us know. Okay, how do you think they should reach out to us? Well, as always, they can call or text 864-593-1417. And this, this would be, I think, an awesome way for people, Christians, people of like mind, that's single and that's looking to just connect with other people in, in, in a similar situation and grow in God and, uh, and build alliances and be able to just be, have somebody to talk to, which is really needed today. So please, family, uh, if you're listening and share this with someone that's not listening and they, that would need uh, a Bible study, um, you know, we all go, well, some of us, we all go to Bible studies at our churches, but sometimes you want to get outside the four walls and meet new people. So uh, I think that's an awesome idea. I was just sitting here and I said, man, that'd be an awesome idea if we did that. If I let Gabby do that anyway. <laughs> not that I don't like Bible studies. But uh, I'm just really hoping and praying that uh, the young generation um, can really jump in there and, and connect with people that are positive, you know, about Christ. Because so many people feel hopeless. And but God said, no, nah, uh-uh. I got thousands and thousands of saints. And, and uh, but, you know, connecting with each other is hard to do sometimes. So um, 
Today's show is going to be a part two from last week. We were talking about last week refreshing on this side of the show. And we were talking about refreshing ourselves because we've been on the airways for quite some time and God has blessed us to do so with wonderful listening supporters like yourself that have sent us business and also them yourselves done business with us. So we, we really appreciate the support. Uh, I am Lady E. Uh, my government name is Elizabeth Willingham. Uh, God has blessed us to be able to uh, own Agape Real Estate Solutions, LLC. And then he said, okay, I'm going to let you do House Talk 101, talking about all things housing, giving people an opportunity to get it straight, to get it honest. No gimmicks, no get, no gadgets, no getting get rich over quit schemes. Just giving you an opportunity to learn the truth, which is <laughs> in today's time is hard to do because when you turn on the TV, it's always some kind of gimmick or gasmo that they're trying to get you to get into, especially when it pertains to real estate. So that's what we're about. And uh, we're located at 33 Market Point Drive, and that's Greenville, South Carolina, 29607. The best way to connect is to go to our website, which is agaperealtors.com, and that's A-G-A-P-E, realtors.com. And you can check us out there. You can fill out a connect form there and all that good stuff. You can join our Christmas contest there where we're doing a great giveaway. I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But um, agape, A-G-A-P-E, realtors.com. We're here for you, and we're looking to be your real estate company that you choose to hire in the upstate. Uh, we work the whole state of South Carolina, and uh, happy about it, thankful and grateful to God to serve always. 864-281-9930 is the number if you just don't want to jump online and you want to call right away. 864-281-9930. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I want to... Of course, give my scripture before I jump into refreshing for this this week. Now, um, last week we, you know, and I'm reading from the New International Version. Last week we talked about Second Peter, chapter one, verses five through fifteen, and I just want to go over that again because it's worth bearing again. Um, this passage of scripture is where Peter is laying down some just simple truths about being a Christian. And this time and day where we at uh, a community, and it's sad to say, it's creeped into the church, y'all. Uh, you do me, you do you, I do me type attitude. I'm going to get mine's type attitude. Um, that's not God. Peter is reminding us what we're supposed to be doing here. So I'm going to start at verse 12 again and work my way back. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth. You now have. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made it clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. So these are the things he's talking about. Okay, For this reason. Make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, talking about goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, 
into godliness, mutual affection, into mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling in election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's my goal, lady. That's my goal, y'all. Because I want to make sure that I'm on course with God. I mean, I don't want my words and my actions to line up with the world. But I wanted to line up with God's word, which is my roadmap, my my guiding source, you know, and 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 I'm praying the same for you. And when I do pray for others, that's that's how I pray. I don't have to know all your particulars that you're struggling with. But I do know if I pray the scriptures and I ask the Lord to help you to line up with the scriptures, it'll get all right. It'll be better. <laughs> God will see you through and you'll have a lot of more hope and success in Christ Jesus. So let's let's get about our father's business, y'all. Let's build our temples to glorify him. So uh, last week we talked about refreshing. Okay. And I threw out a couple bullet points and I said, okay, okay, we're going to unpack and go over these for a couple days. So um, one of them was, are you too busy? Looking at your lifetime, looking over your life, sitting back, taking it in, am I too busy? And then, then I talked about, uh, getting too many gadgets. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna have to go back a little bit. But the gadget parts is basically things that we're buying that's taking our monies away from us, and uh, supposedly creating comfort and convenience, while at the same time is taking the monies away that we could be using to save or to pay bills that we have because. You know, as I study scriptures, and I thank God for my pastor, uh, Alex, and he teaches this so well about the giving part and tithing and all that great stuff. And uh, one clear thing he taught in one lesson that always sticks to me, there's not much New Testament scripture or any really that deals with tithing. It deals deal more with giving. But there is scriptures that talks about owing oh, no man anything to love, but to love him. And paying our bills and not being indebted to anybody. So that, you know, this is biblical, okay? And something that is missed a lot in the Christian uh, circle because Christians are notorious of having a bad rep of paying their bills. So, and what have I been talking about? If If you expect to get a home and get yourself set up in a position to build wealth in any kind of way, you got to have good credit. You got to have good credit, meaning you're going to have to pay your bills. So gadgets is something that's just a, a, a trinket, a toy, something that's going to really sit up on your shelf and collect a lot of dust or go up under your bed or behind your couch, something you really didn't need or your children didn't need. You just bought it for the for the moment. Those things take away from your future. So are you buying too many gadgets? You know, look at your spending habits. Are you, you, you got everything in right? You know, right order. 
And I didn't I, I didn't mention this last week, but I want to mention this this week. Getting the right kind of counsel. You know, um, as we grow up in life, we like to say, oh, I'm grown. I can make my own decisions. I, I got this. I'm grown. And I beg to differ uh, because I'm 58 now and I still talk to my mom. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still, hey, run this by mom, see what she thinks. You know, And uh, but you need counsel, you know, and maybe for some of y'all, it'd be your dad if he's still around. And if you don't have mom or dad, Psalms 27 said the Lord said, he said, and when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord would take me up. He will send you someone to fill that earthly gap, but you got to make sure it's the right someone. Someone is not going to be like the blind leading the blind, you know, uh, someone that can really help. And, and, and when I say help, I mean, they're not charging you an arm and a leg just to talk to you. I mean, you can go and get a professional uh, CPA and stuff like that. And that's good. That's great. But if it's just somebody telling you um, to buy their package of information just so that they can get rich and you're going to just hold a bill, that's not counsel. That's not where you want to go with that. Uh, you know, here at Agape, we love strategizing. And I don't charge for strategizing. We can sit down and do a roadmap together, put it together, and get you into a house. We have plans and programs. Uh, 864-281-9930. I want to say a lot more, but I'm going to have to say it next week because uh, I'm running out of time. I do want to ask you to go online to agaperealtors.com, A-G-A-P-E, realtors.com. Sign up for our Christmas contest there. Uh, fill out the form so we can put you in the contest and you can possibly win some nice Christmas money. Christmas in July, right? No, we're going to do the end of contest in December. So, so you have time to enter. And also tell your friends about it because uh, the way it's set up, the more friends you tell about it, the more entries you'll get into the contest. So uh, this has been House Talk 101. I'm Lady E, praying that you give us a call and allow us to be your real estate agents. Uh, stay tuned because on the next side of these messages, you will be in the Bread of Life moment. to renting, helping you jump the hurdle of down payment money, helping you sell your home using our curb appeal package, showing you upfront what's in it for you is what we're about at Agape Real Estate Solutions, LLC. Check us out online at agaperealtors.com. That's agaperealtors.com or call now. 864-281-9930. We're serving the state of South Carolina. Let us get you house ready. 864-281-9930.
Call now for your personal private session so we can strategize together to get you house ready, whether it's selling your home or buying a home. Agape got you. 864-281-9930. Thank you for staying with us for the Bread of Life side of the show. Let's join Gabby. But before you do, here we go with my scripture on the side of the show. Psalms 19.7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Family, the law reference here is the moral law of God. His holy and beautiful Ten Commandments. And I say this every Saturday because those commandments are our rules, God's rules, his laws for his Christians, his people to live by. So let us examine ourselves, family. With those laws found in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 3 through 17. Join Gabby now for the Bread of Life moment. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And as always, it is a blessing if you can hear the sound of my voice. And it is a blessing to be heard because that means that God's mercy and grace has reigned once again. So, uh, guys, as always, the announcement, um, we're still doing the free Bible giveaways, so praying with you and for you, answering your questions about salvation. So the only thing that you have to do is to call or text um, 864-757-4805, and we'll be more than happy to get with you. Um, on those um, on those things to get with you to give you to pray with you all those things all right so um, and so we're going to continue on in the table talk uh, magazine so definitely if you guys haven't checked that out um, please check it out it's a wonderful uh, Christian you know magazine um, full of great Christian um, content to help you to um, grow in Christ and help with your walk with the Lord so today what we're going to be talking about, so we're um, in the month before we were actually in Exodus. And so we're actually going uh, back into Exodus uh, with the children of Israel. Um, and so we're going to be talking about uh, how God was, what God was preparing to test Israel. So it's Exodus chapter 16, um, verses 1 through 8. Um, and so I'm going to read verse uh, 4 right here. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. Despite seeing the great miracle of God's deliverance to the Red Sea, Israel soon fell into grumbling against the Lord when they ran out of fresh water. Exodus chapter 14 verses verse 1 um, through chapter 15 verse 24 as we have seen the Israelites grumbling was not a mere recognition of their lack of basic necessity and crying out to the Lord in faithful lament over it rather their grumbling was a faithless response that found fault in our creator for where his providence had brought them God graciously provided for them by making the bitter water at Mara potable and he told them that their faith displayed in their obedience to him 
would keep him from sending upon them the same plague he had sent on Egypt. Note, however, the implicit warning here. Israel's lack of faith, as seen in their disobedience, would result in their suffering the same kinds of judgment that the Egyptians did. Given what we know about Israel's later experience in the wilderness, the grumbling at Mara served as a portent of what lay ahead. Israel would repeatedly show a lack of faith and grumble against God. Examples, Exodus chapter 17, verse 3, Numbers chapter 14, verse 2, and Numbers chapter 16, verse 41. In fact, not long after the incident at Marah, the Israelites grumbled again, as we see in Exodus chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Instead of trusting that the God who had saved them from slavery will also meet their basic needs of sustenance, the Israelites grumbled when they found themselves out of food. Israel's lack of bread and meat led the people to wish they had died in Egypt where at least they would have enough food before they died. We have no evidence that the Israelites ever went hungry while they were slaves, but they doubtless exaggerated how good they had it in Egypt compared to the wilderness. In any case, all of us can falsely believe that days gone by were better than they actually were and that our present difficulties are worse than they are. Matthew Henry comments, discontent magnifies what is what is past and vilifies what is present without regard to truth or reason. God answered the Israelites grumbling by promising to send them food daily and by revealing that their complaining was really against him, not Moses and Aaron. But this provision would come with a test that would determine whether they actually trusted the Lord. With the, with the exception of the sixth day of the week, they would have to gather only what they needed for a day. To gather more would prove that they did not believe that God would continue to provide. All right, guys. So definitely... Um, you know, and this this passage of, of, of scripture here, um, in Exodus with the children of Israel, um, it always blesses me when uh when I read it in, in God's word, um, and just seeing, you know, really myself, you know, in this passage of scripture. Um, but you know, the Israelites they were, they were uh, you know, grumbling and complaining and I, I love how, you know, God, you know, said what it was. It wasn't against Aaron and Moses. Um, it was against him and that they really and that he put that test out there um, that are you really going to, you know, are you really going to trust me? Um, and so because he told him like, hey, he was he he provided the food manna. Manna has never been seen again. We don't have manna today. <laughs> manna has never been seen again. God literally created this food for us <laughs> to give to the children of Israel and then just told them just go out there and get some enough for your family for the day. And then that will be it. And then, you know, y'all will eat, be full. And then tomorrow we're going to do it again. And, you know, and, and that's a, that's, a, and that's a lot, but that's, that's the, the God that we serve, right? 
that he provided for them, right? And the only thing they had to do was just to, you know, to trust him, to believe in him. And and definitely God still provides today and in that same way God is asking, you know, us, are, are we gonna trust him? Um, are we gonna believe that um that he provides um in that same way and he still does. Um, he very much still does. And um and like the children of Israel, um, even like for myself, you know, it's like, mm, really? Are you really gonna do that? You know, I, I gotta I gotta take some things into my to my own hands. Um, and the children of Israel, they did that also as well, um, with their government and complaining. And then they even, they tried to, you know, store extra food. So God already told them, don't do that. <laughs> he said, just get enough for you and your family, you know, for that day. Um, y'all will be full and we're going to do it again the next day. And, um, and I, and I love how, uh, you know, when they did try to get extra for the next day, um, you know, the next day, the food was spoiled. That food was spoiled. They couldn't eat it. Um, and so, you know, God making his point. Um, but, you know, that, that test was there. I mean, it really was a test. Like, they just had to, you know, to trust him that, um, you know, we're going to get enough food for the day. And then also, like it also pointed out here in this article, you know, they had seen, they were there. They had seen the Red Sea part. Guys, that is huge. You know, right? They they had seen that, you know, the Egyptians was coming after them. They wanted to put them back in slavery or kill them. And, you know, God, and there was nowhere for them to go. And they was grumbling in. You took us all right here so we could die. We could have stayed in Egypt and just died. And God provided a way then and opened up the Red Sea. And they walked across. And, no, and nobody drowned except the Egyptians, right? When we... You know, and they they saw that, you know, and just, you know, somehow, you know, and I have to look at that in my own life, too, right? How many times God has done these miracles and he's shown himself to be who he is that, and that he never lies. Um, and for me to just trust him and that he's going to provide, he's always going to provide a way. Um, and for me just to trust that and that there's, you know, it's nothing that I can do, but he will actually really provide that way, right? And that's what God is doing, did for the Israelites. He still does that today. So, you know, my, you know, encouragement is just, you know, just to trust God, right? So to trust him. And um, God is still provided a way. He definitely he provides the ultimate way um, to have a relationship uh, with him, to be reconciled back to him. So it's always in the prayer life moment. Um, you know, I always plead, I urge with you for my unbelievers that, um, you know, for you to repent and believe the gospel. There's only one way to the Father. Jesus said that it is only um, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father except through him. So he is the only way. So, and he has provided that way. So you have to believe him. You have to trust what he says in his word. Um, and so, and for you to repent and be reconciled back to him. Otherwise, if you don't do that, then you will die. You will perish, um, mumbling and complaining and groaning. groaning. So definitely, I encourage you to do that. Do it today, um, and and get that way that Jesus has has provided. That God has has provided the ultimate way for us to have um, a reconciled relationship with Him. All right, guys, and um, for my believers, make sure that we are not grumbling and complaining, and we're trusting um, our God to provide for us also as well. All right, guys. So this has been another Better Life moment. I'm going to check out the website. AgapeRealtors.com. Check out us on Facebook, Aries Get That House in 2022. Um, also, check out the blog, Gospel 101. And I want you guys to keep repenting and believing the gospel, and we'll be back next week.